0: So we just watched a pretty, pretty cool trailer for uh, for like a, a nine movie, eight movie saga. It's uh, pretty good. Yeah, I mean it's hard to it's hard to call it a trailer um,
1: because it's really more. It's almost like a. Uh, I guess it's. I guess it is a trailer in the sense it's that a, you know it's teasing. Yeah. It's like a. It's like an epic teaser trailer that, like you said, it spans the. The entirety of, of a saga that is how many parts
0: now? Well, coming up on nine. So, so yeah, yeah it's, it, it's, it, it's unless you include solo and. Well, Warborne, see,
1: that's but, the thing is that it does it does include yeah. these like kind of um, yeah, uh, you know, secondary, like kind of related but not really because you know like solo right. is much uh, in terms of what happens story wise is much less connected. To the main saga, then say like Rogue One, which is like very directly connected.
0: It's pretty much just action. Cue like in this trailer, it's a lot of just action parts from uh, Rogue One. You know.
1: Yeah, that's true. And
0: there's like a couple. There's like there's Sal Guerrera where he's like, "What will you?" Become. Oh yeah, you know, but like <laughs> other than that, it's really it's in in a couple other little parts. But it's yeah, yeah. Uh, Solo definitely gets a way better part, I think.
1: Yeah, you know, and I think uh, I you know we've buried the lead here, but this epic teaser trailer that we're that we're just like excited to jump into and react to is called Star Wars Always, Always. which is such a good you know i just think that would work so well for the the title of the ninth uh episode
0: oh i do too I, <sighs> it would get so much crap though like it would get so like it would be so funny to see <laughs> you know cuz it's it's so it's so simple and so you're right it's so good <laughs> yeah. but like people would be like always what is this? you know what i mean yeah. it's kind of like yeah i it's guess just that's what being like
1: yeah you know. i think you're right i think people would there'd be definitely a backlash or like polarization you know where um, I I think I'd be in the love it camp, but there'd be a lot yeah. of hate it's.
0: It's also the final, like chapter of the Skywalker saga or whatever. So it's like why why not have it with this different title? Not like another, blank of the blank or you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I still I still think it's gonna be Balance of the Force. it just feels. Yeah, boring, yeah. But
1: also, I, the whole always thing totally just relies on that that last line in the trailer. You know, always. The force will be with you always, which is like, you know, that's great thematically, but it's kind of, um, it's like poetry. Yeah, it's, it's, they're not going to do that with, (laughs) yeah, you know, they're not going to do something like that artsy. So, but yeah, just g- going back to, you know, uh, one thing, you know, you were touching on earlier with regards to, like, how they didn't use much from Rogue One. I was going to ask, was there any um, notable, like, score moments that where they used music from uh, Rogue One that you noticed? Because I have a harder time, like, placing exactly where which pieces... I, I know I have an easy time of, like, that's old, that's new.
0: Right. But, yeah, um, well- yeah, Michael Giacchino only got like four weeks to do that score, so there's really nothing memorable from that, like at all. Like, yeah, <laughs> poor guy. Um, <laughs> it, oh. It's just there's just not like it's just it's just very serviceable for the for the plot, but there's really uh, other than let me let me tell you, Jen, uh, Jen's theme. If you've ever heard that, just on Spotify, it's pretty close to like Ray's theme. It's very up there in terms of just emotion and where it goes as a song. It's kind of a five minute piece. It's like that's really good. He always with same with Jurassic World. That's another one where he actually has a really good, uh, like main theme that's yeah. like really epic for like four or five minutes, and then uh, his other uh, the score is kind of just serviceable, but it's not quite as like memorable as John Williams, uh, cues. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway. So from this, I didn't really notice much. Um. Of of Rogue One cues. It was pretty much. Uh, there was a couple of things I didn't really recognize at the beginning. Like right at the beginning, maybe like the first. Uh, one of the first few cues um but pretty much everything else fit and re- worked really well i actually have a lot of notes on the music so
1: yeah well i suspect that, that that not everything is from directly from star wars like i think all the big big pieces are but like little cues i think like especially um when it does like the the like speed up thing with the like at the very beginning with the Star Destroyer kind of overtaking the Rebel ship.
0: Is that kind of when the last Jedi, it's like the last Jedi trailer music comes? I feel like that's where that's from. Where it's like dun 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 Or it's like that. Oh, no, I'm talking about like in the first 15 seconds. Oh, the literally the first. Yeah, I think that was one of the ones I didn't really recognize. Same with the scene. Um, Was that a deleted scene? Yeah, I think they have to be using deleted scenes because that's
1: another thing I wanted to talk about is... It's at like 50 seconds, yeah, like 51 seconds, and it almost sounds like Topher Grace like dubbed in the uh, the guy talking to Luke, like that. I can't tell. It looks like it's a deleted scene. Luke with his friend, um, and like his friend's talking about what is? He, hang on, let me see.
0: Yeah, it's like was it like Wedge or something? Like yeah, yeah, that's it. But it doesn't even look. It's not Wedge though. It's like some other.
1: I want to say it starts with a D, D,
0: his name, but Dax. <laughs> I, I
1: I seriously was gonna say something like that. Um,
0: yeah, but he's got yeah, the that cape, the Lando cape or something. Like it's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, he kind of looks like Cassian Andor.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, maybe it is. What if it was? yeah <laughs> oh my God. like what if they like 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 what if that's something they like allude to in like uh his series well, it, what else what else can they draw from yeah. like nothing pretty much well and
1: the same age like they'd be about the same age in terms of like yeah when it was happening
0: and that's just a side shot like that really he easily could be like in disguise or something like hmm. and maybe that's not even him talking i don't know do we does i didn't even see let me rewatch it and see if you could easily overdub something there and make it look like it wasn't you yeah know, what he said. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, I, I think that's yeah yeah
1: he, he says I'm not gonna wait around for the empire to draft me into service. And it's <laughs> that, that part sounds
0: so like 1970s. Uh, I don't compared know. To yeah. The, oh yeah. The yeah, yeah. To run, like, yeah.
1: Like the the grain and stuff.
0: Let's talk about overall. How do we feel like this trailer is kind of like? Do you feel like it gives you the the vibe of Star Wars like? You know, like, like not just the vibe of it, but like the story elements that you, that you wanted or do you have any issues? Are there anything that you're, you think we're missing? Hm, Cause I have, I have one, but. You know, I think, um, like, yeah, like in terms
1: of big picture, how it, how it tells the story in five minutes and really uses like so much from the source material. Like, like you said, they, I mean, even Saw has a line. It's like, so, you know, in that regard, <laughs> yeah. it's, it is very impressive. And I do like particularly the first and last third of the entire thing. I think the middle part, the middle is a little problematic because they're just there. I think this, this might've been better as like a seven minute or eight minute even yeah,
0: like cause it, it's like either go shorter because it's a trailer or go longer and make it a little bit more fleshed out. kind of. Yes.
1: Thing. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Cause they could have gone shorter and because like the, the, the rapid pace is definitely good. And like, regardless of the length, I think, well, actually I think if they went longer than some of the, some of the middle section, they could have um, done, done a little bit more of like a slower transition between yeah different points. Like, you know, uh, Going from uh, Luke, kind of jumping into all this madness and learning about the Force to Han, yeah, and then which
0: it's yeah, it's funny because I like that part with Han. I love like I love the music, I love the the pace of it, but it just it it does feel like a separate entity, you know, like this separate thing. It's like all of a sudden you're kind of in this new. It's like okay, we're gonna focus on this guy for a while, you know. Well, yeah, and then they really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And it kind of, like, it has that fun action movie feel to it, which which is good. It varies it up. But then, um, you know, it, it kind of goes back to telling the story starting with A New Hope because it's like, okay, now we know that, like, Luke's on this adventure with this, like, scoundrel, crazy, like, adventurer. And it kind of, like, gradually... Yet, at the same time, somewhat abruptly, goes back into that, like, Star Wars, not action movie feel, but, like, Star Wars yeah. epic adventure. And then right. that's, you know, kind of, like... And then you start getting to the prequel. Like, I don't know. It, it really, the... Starting around the, I don't know, two two and two and a half, three-minute mark, it's, like... it's I mean, it's impressive how it's weaved together. But I think it's a little... It's, like just blowing through themes and i think you have that's why you have to watch it a few times to really pick stuff off pick up on some stuff you know
0: yeah and uh i i there's a couple and there's also a couple characters that they don't really touch on like at all really mm-hmm. um like we're we, i mean lando we only get a little bit like tiny bit and i don't even think oh, it's yeah. i don't even think it's the billy d williams version maybe once but like we really don't get him very much. Yeah. Um, and then where's Leia? Like she gets literally like a couple action scenes in in A New Hope where she's swinging and she's like shooting the gun. But like otherwise, she is non-existent. There's nothing about <laughs> their their them being like brother and sister, like her having the mm-hmm. Force, like anything. She is gone from this. She is not even. Which is weird because y- you know yeah. she's like just like, passed away, and I feel like that's, like, when you're making a trailer like this, if you have her in this, you know, this iconic character, who's, yeah, you know, a big part of the story, you don't just exclude them. Like, like even the Emperor, he's not really barely in it, except when he's electrocuting Right, people. yeah, you're you know? right.
1: You have a point, because it's, like, the only, for both the Emperor and for Leia, but I think it's much um, more significant with Leia, because, like you say, yeah. she's, like, an integral character, but they are only used to service like other parts of the story or like some other character's purpose like action or yeah. journey
0: cuz yeah, like right, for leia
1: right. it's like you the only times you see her are when they're when they're going through like the kylo ren connection and how it, it's kind of like you know in the this like 3 minute mark that i was talking about where they're drawing parallels between kylo and vader and like luke's you know, failure, and then around the four minute mark when Ray is like asking Luke to come back, and there they, that's one of my favorite moments when um like the four and a half minute mark when you know th- it's unfortunately it's like has to do with this whole Leia thing, but they use the line from Yoda saying like you know there there's another like Jedi, and you know back in that movie. Everybody thought he was referring to Leia because right. that's yeah, kind of what he a, was saying, right? Yeah, yeah. But now it's like, oh, that we're t- It's like this trailer is sort of saying that's Ray. Ray is the right. the
0: other one, which makes sense in the grand yeah. scheme of things. But it's the like a moment of the trailer where we're like, oh yeah, okay. Well, it's like we we knew we knew that, but like it's kind of like seeing in perspective, seeing in this little this little uh, you know format where it's all kind of all you know edited together, and it actually. Flows pretty well. It's a great example of
1: how you have to leave so much on the cutting room floor, even when, like, at first glance, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? It's like, because if you you ask me, okay, what's Leia's arc in this trailer? It's like she doesn't have one. She's just in there to, as, you know, as Ben's mother, right, as Kylo Ren's mother, and...
0: And shooting some stormtroopers, and that's and it. Like swinging. I mean, from literally. Behind.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, the, like, one of the coolest parts of the trailer, which is what we were just talking about with Ray, and how it's like there is another, and you see her, and it's like, oh yeah, she's the she's the the last Jedi. You know, that was originally like kind of Leia's thing, <laughs> and now it's like, yeah. well, we have to, you know, that wouldn't make sense if we used it in the trailer that way for Leia. Like, it just yeah. wouldn't make sense, and so we. It's just – it's kind of – I agree with you. It's, like, really – it's kind of sad. But it's also, like, well, this thing – the show goes on, basically, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's not even, like, she needs to – like, they need to create some kind of forced narrative thing for her. Like, just have her be a little bit more in it. Like, Mm -hmm. when she's talking to Luke, like, in Endor or something, like – you know, like that's a good conversation that could have some like good moments for the trailer, mm. or yeah, uh, some parts like you know some stuff from Return of the Jedi. Like I don't, I don't need her slay slave Leia, but like exactly, y- you know, you know some uh, or or her in in uh, it was pretty much only her in A New Hope, Rogue One, which is technically a New Hope, because um, <laughs> same look, you know, yeah, and uh, you know, then her like just once, maybe once or. I think, from the sequel trilogy, you know? Nothing about her, fl- like, floating, kind of like, even just for, like, a cool cinematic part of the trailer. I'm like, glad that wasn't
1: in there, to be honest. I, d- I didn't <laughs> want to see her floating in the trailer. Like, it would have just made me laugh, probably. Uh, um, well,
0: one part that did make me laugh was when Obi-Wan had that really nice moment when he was talking about, and he was a good friend, and then, <laughs> and then you hear, oh, hey, Joe! <laughs> oh, my God, I missed that. Do you um? Do you have, like, yeah. a time... Um, itzy. it's uh, let's so see. It's, um, there's so much what? packed in here. Uh, 120 ish, like 118. Okay. Hang on. Um, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's just, it makes me, this made me laugh every time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he was a good friend. all right, Joe! As they're fighting. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's great. It is,
1: and, you know, and, <laughs> It's just, that's the thing that's so impressive is that there's so much packed in, there's so many layers, and it really is pretty seamless in terms of how it goes back and forth of, like, telling this epic, like, in broad strokes telling this epic story, and, but, you know, you still kind of have to have seen at least most of this stuff. I think it would be extremely hard to follow If you had not you might pick up on some of it. But
0: but at the same time with the trailer, how much do you want to pick up on? Like a lot of times it's more about the vibe and trying to get what kind of feel you're going to get for a movie. I mean, obviously for this, when you're explaining a story, yeah, you need maybe either flush it out, have it be longer, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah. Yeah, and I think, well,
1: it's also just like it's kind of because the pace is so quick and they're using a bunch of different source material, there's certain parts that, you know, are easy to miss in terms of... So, yeah, it's kind of like if... For a teaser trailer, which is technically, I think, you know, more to just give that vibe and generate excitement and wonder and, like, like oh, what's that going to be about, you know? Um, yeah. You don't need any like, serious, you don't need to have the audience understand what the movie's going to be about, really. You just have to make it look cool. But, like, for a really long trailer, you kind of want it, especially something ambitious like this, you want it to kind of guide you through. And so that's maybe my only complaint is just it's – I had to watch it, like, three times. Um, You know, I I definitely picked up on a ton of stuff the first and second time, but it's – yeah, it's just – it's very, very quick. Um, but I think it has to be quick. You know, I kind of mentioned that earlier. Like, it's that's... Yeah. If it, if it isn't rapid cuts and, like, cutting back and forth between um, all the different source material, then it, it'll be too weird and slow. And yeah. um, so I think, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you have any opinions on, like, certain parts that you thought worked really well in terms of, like... Cutting back and forth um, between the different material and things that didn't work really well, like juxtapositions and a lot
0: of stuff with the force was worked pretty well. You know, like a lot of when and when Obi Wan was talking, the you know a lot of the cutbacks between the prequels and when he's talking because it's a very he's talking about that moment, so it just seamlessly works Mm -hmm. because at that point, you know, every time you're watching the originals. You, and he's talking about that. You're thinking about some of those scenes. Yeah. So I feel like that part, especially, was really good and really worked well. Um, a, a lot of, it, you know, in mixing in, uh, even some of the action that was mixed in, like when the Emperor's, like when, when, when the Yoda's theme is playing and they're still explaining the Force and they're showing the Emperor electrocuting Luke and then, you know, Vader picking up the Emperor and throwing him down the, mm-hmm. the, you know, all that stuff. Like that was really, um, I think well done. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it, I, I think definitely the force was the biggest thing that that you know you, you come out of with this thing. If you don't know what Star Wars is, you know it's and and maybe like oh that guy like that, that you know that one guy <laughs> who can fly that one <laughs> ship that doesn't work like you know like you got those kind of two parts because that's what i was because Han Solo's part is so in the middle it just kind of it just bum, bum you know, which I do like that cue. Like that's a John Powell cue who uh, he's represented by craft and angle, which is really cool. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so, but he's, yeah, that's a great, I like that the drum beat there and I like that part, you know, but Mm -hmm. it does feel like a different, a different movie, a different
1: vibe. Yeah. Well that and that's, Um, yeah. And that's one of the parts that I felt was didn't work quite as well because I thought they were trying to cut between too many things. Like when the Han Solo start, when the Han Solo part starts um, with that cue, it's great because it's going between Han at the cantina, like old Han, and then young Han, uh, you know, just like stuff, you know, close up shots of the ship. And, yeah. and then you see Donald Glover, Lando, and so, but then it starts cutting Han, like old Han, shooting Greedo, you know, and all the lead up to that, like him putting his hand on the trigger and like, yeah, it, to me, like that little section was like, okay, it was getting confusing because it's like, it, it it very much feels like it's just two scenes. It's cutting back and forth between, you know? And then all of a sudden Han shoots someone and it's like, oh, he's sitting at a different table and like, And then it's cutting back to him talking at that other table, and it's you know just that's like such a minor thing, but when it's when the pace is like moving so quickly, yeah, um, it's kind of like you have to really pay attention. Um, So you know that was just like one example of how it's like I I felt like it was a little a little too much, but
0: I almost feel like they like they needed to kind of like cut out all the Han Solo stuff, not all of it, but you have it more Uh, like weaved in like like Leia or something. Like you have some of the ma- the minor characters cuz let's, let's let's face it. I mean, he's a major character, but he's not like like you know, like Luke or Rey or, you know, you know, Darth Vader. Like these kind of like the the A+ group, you know? Mm-hmm. Um he's he's definitely like a part of the like one of the major ensemble, one of the major parts of the ensemble. So like he could have had his own trailer. Leia should have had her own trailer. You kind of just make separate trailers for these characters if you're going to do it like that, because I think it is it is weird because this whole trailer is about the Force and the Force users, and all of a sudden you're like thrown into the Millennium Falcon with this one character who's just like, wait, what is he? Does he have the Force? Does well, he not? I guess it's because he doesn't believe in the Force. No, I think... And then he believes in it eventually. I think,
1: but... well, I think it, it makes sense just because, like, it, I understand what you're saying, that it it's about the Force, but... You know, I think the force is the biggest theme in it, but it's not real it's still just about the Skywalker saga, you know. It's about Luke, right, and which Anakin. Why is
0: why is Solo have so, such because, a big oh,
1: because, part in it? Because it's like it's like Sam and Frodo, you know. It's like he's he yeah. is Luke's sort of um closest ally and despite the yeah. fact that he's not like a force user or even a believer in the force, um, you know he gets with Leia and then Ben is is born from them and you know then becomes Kylo Ren and so it's kind of like he he's interwoven so much into the story that I understand why they felt like yeah we gotta we you, gotta right. give a lot of backstory but I agree with you in the sense that it's too much it's too much Han backstory like when you know when just in they have trailer, that beat yeah. of young Han's telling Chewie, like, yeah, I'm not going to call you that, or whatever. I'm not going to say right. that. It's like, that. that's just not needed. That's just an unnecessary,
0: like, beat of humor. That Unless you cut it right after that with, um, oh, you're cold? You know, like, the part in The <laughs> Force Awakens. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like... That's, like, one of my favorite, like, comedy scenes from all of Star Wars. Like, of all time. The whole part where they're in the snow. Sanitation? <laughs> that's not how the Force works. Yeah, it really has, like, four lines in a row that are all hilarious. Like... <laughs> yeah, Force Awakens is—it's like uh, a fine wine; it ages. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's why I'm excited for nine. But, anyways, that's uh, yeah. yeah another discussion. Uh, there's a couple um, things about the music I was going to mention. It's cool how oh, yeah. Yoda's theme is played when they when they're explaining the Force, and it transitions into the Force Awakens. It's pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah, because Yoda's theme—it's it, very. Uh, it, 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 that's kind of the most, even though there's the, the Force theme yoda's theme is the other one you think of when you think of the force you know because when i hear his theme i don't think of just this little green this little green friend (laughs) you know i think of like uh the force and some of like the teachings of the force the education part of it like you know what part Um, what part does does that happen um it's like i think it's late it's later before right before the force awakens is first introduced and he's ex- they're explaining the force um i think it was after the solo part mm-hmm. um and they kind of go back to the force uh it's around that point um i don't remember the exact time i could i could look for it uh but i i don't remember i'd have to play it out loud oh no
1: no um, no i i just found it i think it's like um okay. around 3ish and you know
0: they're yeah,
1: there's a like shot like Han- of the book
0: han's, yeah yeah and han's saying it's all true that's he's balancing yoda and his... That's kind of, that's around the time it happens. Um, But like, anyway, that whole part's really good with it, with that music. And also um, uh, for the dark side, the Emperor's theme playing over, because you don't hear Kylo Ren's theme. You don't really even hear Vader's theme in this. Don't uh, you hear Kylo's theme just a little bit? Like maybe a little bit, maybe for like, I honestly like, I'd have to listen to it again, but I don't remember hearing it much, if at all. But, yeah, you're right. It might be just, like, a little...
1: I think it was just a little bit when he was first introduced. Okay. Maybe,
0: or... Because I know that the main part is the Emperor's theme.
1: Oh, Which yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm probably thinking of? Because, yeah, it's like they... That's one cool thing they did is they used, like, the older Emperor's theme with Kylo fighting. But I think they right. may have used Kylo's theme towards the beginning just when they were, like, Doing stuff about the Empire in general. Um, just like I, I might be wrong about that, but I feel like when I was watching it, I noticed like they they use new music with old footage to, and right. I thought, like, oh, are they like mixing it up to kind of. I think
0: they did, yeah, they did that for both. They'd have some scenes with mixes of new music and an old, uh, like they had the last, the last, uh, steps, I think was one of them, like the, like when you hear, like when you first see, um, you know luke from the force awakens the last jedi mm-hmm. all that stuff like the end of you know end of that one into that one it's kind of you you hear that the last steps i think music um the the what you hear at the end of the force awakens i guess yeah um so but but going back to the uh, the emperor's thing um uh, it makes you wonder if like you know maybe Palpatine's still alive or he's still orchestrating all this stuff and uh, they're just... Wait, what are you talking about? (laughs) foreshadowing. You know how the the Emperor's theme is played over when when they're referring to Vader and Kylo Ren and all this stuff. Uh Uh-huh. So it's kind of like if you... Which, I mean, it's just their edit of it, but I'm saying if this was a real trailer, I'd be like, oh, well, maybe it's the Emperor overseeing... <laughs> and he created Snoke out of the Force like he he created Anakin. Yeah. Um Well, that that is what happened though, right? Like with uh, uh he did create Anakin out of the Force, like he made he created him using midi
1: Wait. You
0: No, this is real. Like Palp- this is
1: Palpatine created Anakin. Yeah. Using midi-chlorians.
0: Yeah. Pal- it was like re- it was recently like in a in a canon comic or something. Oh, God. I can't I keep up with that. I know. But it's okay. I gotcha. No. that's That just doesn't... How? What do you mean? It, what? How did he I create know. him? He used the mini-chlorians <laughs> but, to, like, create life.
1: Uh, Remember uh, that in, like,
0: <laughs> Revenge of the Sith when he talks about creating life and stuff like that? Yeah, but like,
1: how did sense. he know, like...
0: And plus he never had a ta- father.
1: Tatooine... Oh yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? wait, so so you think oh wait, I guess it's I guess it's in this comic that I something like Palpatine went out into the far reaches of the galaxy like in the middle of nowhere and like found some random slave woman and was like, Okay, this is gonna be my experiment or whatever. Yeah. But wow, uh, yeah, that's crazy. And, then,
0: and that's why like at the end of like the Phantom Menace you hear that music that you hear is like the Emperor's theme in made in a major key. Mm-hmm um like at you know, the ceremony like, or whatever yeah yeah cuz it's like you know it's mm-hmm. like i don't know something it, it's really hard cuz when i hear them both next to each other it doesn't sound at all like the same it's so weird but then after i've heard that that's kind of like all i can hear so it's uh, it's really <laughs> interesting but you know he's like we'll have to keep a close eye on this boy you know and he's um uh, you know yeah i mean it's oh god i don't see th- here's the thing
1: th- isn't that just like a massive retcon?
0: No, no, because we never. No, when do we? We never knew who his father was. Like never, they never addressed it really, except for when they asked his mom, like I know, you but me like, where's the father? Like he doesn't have one, and yeah, but it's like it's like it's a miracle. I just became pregnant. Like it's kind of that did... that kind of thing, right?
1: I don't know. I, I took it to mean she was a slave, so she was. So was just like yeah, she was raped or whatever. Like she just he didn't have a father but like when I say retcon you know I just mean like it would be one thing if they introduced like a new character and was like this was the guy who you know but connecting it to Palpatine like that it's like I don't know. It's just
0: well, but like it, it kind of makes sense because he's um, that's that's like saying that's like o-
1: you know how the Joker in the Dark Knight like planned everything <laughs> out perfectly and like yeah you just it's you don't worry about it because he's the master of chaos and like like this right. is like that times a million like isn't it I mean I could be wrong I, maybe the comic maybe, but does he's also a good job of like explaining it
0: he's also yeah I mean that's the thing is we haven't really read this is just for like what I've what I've heard from people who read the comic who mm-hmm. have actually you know who uh, so you know it's it is like it is Canon though that's the thing is it's one of the ones written by well that's makes it easier though because if it's not Canon then there's just all this all these stories which are the you know the extended universe pretty much right um, which kind of got reconned but why can't uh, wait?
1: So there's no more expanded universe in the sense that like everything is everything Star Wars that's sanctioned by Disney is canon.
0: Yeah. Oh my. Okay, Disney. I, I didn't... That's why you have the. That's why you have the the dice or the. uh, What? Well, yeah, the dice from like the the Solo and the and then like. Oh and, like, right. Force Awakens, like all these like. Little things that they're kind of just like you know. Oh yeah, connect the dice.
1: No, yeah, and that's you know that's something I feel like I could live with.
0: But when (laughs) the last Jedi, when it comes to Palpatine, I just, I just want. but like I like I want that. I want some kind of rich backstory for Palpatine. Like I feel like he was one of the best villains that he never got like to really shine. He got a few moments to shine, but he never really true. He was, you know, he Vader. Everyone thinks of Vader as the villain, and I always felt like why he's not. He's the He's like he's the, the anti... Yeah, like he's not the, the know, most powerful thing. The same with you know, Snoke and Kylo Ren. Like, Kylo Ren's a more interesting character because he's dynamic. He's got all this kind of interesting stuff. But Snoke is way more powerful. He's way more of a bad guy to me so, than Kylo Ren. Here's,
1: here's how I think I would, I would like for this Palpatine theory to work. Because you're right. I think it would be good to have like a rich backstory. So... What if like in episode nine it's like an this epic, you know, almost like the godfather, like it's like three hours long. And part of it is, you know, picking up where we left off with the cast of characters and the story we know.
0: It's a a part of it. So
1: the other part of it is Palpatine's backstory. Like him as a young man and then getting like
0: With Darth Plagueis and all that. Yeah, like
1: all that stuff. And then he and Snoke, (laughs) because it turns out he and Snoke do come back. And then here's the big arc. Here's the big finale. Palpatine has a change of heart and comes over to the good side. (laughs) <laughs> and they all defeat Snoke together because, as you were learning Palpatine's backstory, you saw—you know—he's like an—he's like the ultimate anti-hero, right? He's like the ultimate right. villain who has the ultimate chance of redemption. So mm-hmm. that'd be awesome, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be so funny! Like, yep. Like, I think it would like work until he was like like just randomly like with that voice and that face just being like <laughs> I no longer want to kill people <laughs> I <Fall." laughs> feel bad for all that stuff really I did I feel really bad <laughs> it feels like a family guy thing like <laughs> sometimes I feel sad <laughs> like the you know like Lois' dad's voice <laughs> just like <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so oh man yeah I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, if I feel like if he's, I feel like it makes sense for the whole Vader thing because it 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 does go full circle then if they if that is the end of both Vader and the Palpatine thing where they had that six movies where it's all about okay he created him off to the side we never knew about it and then by the end but it's like, I guess they're explaining that now is because that's the thing about Star Wars there's a lot of backstory things that we don't know that we want to know about like everyone's like who is Snoke and. You know, and who's Palpatine? And who's who's uh this person? You know, we'll learn more about Boba Fett. And everyone wants to learn more about all these characters. So mm-hmm. I, I don't get why they didn't keep doing the character stories, but give us a Palpatine movie. Give us a Boba Fett. Well, no one wanted Boba Fett. Um, give us a Snoke movie, for example. Like, so that in these other, in this saga, you can focus on the, like, letting them be more of, like, the couple action scenes that really impact the story as opposed to feeling like we don't, but we're not getting any of their backstory in the, in the movies, which makes sense because we don't want too much of their, like, I don't need mm-hmm. 45 minutes of the, of the movie to be about Snoke. I mean, I would think that's cool, but I don't think anyone else wants to see that, you know, yeah. like, and I feel like, maybe I mean, not anyone else, but I feel like a lot of people want the more, more, a uh, uh, better paced story as opposed to kind of having everything explained. Yeah. Well, and, and I... so that's what these uh, solo movies could be for. And, I feel like they've kind of, they've put the break on that, which is kind of nice, because now we're going to get some real good, like, cool trilogies with the Game of Thrones guys and Mm -hmm. uh, Ryan Johnson and, you know, stuff like that, so. Yeah, you know, and I think
1: a lot of it is just because Ryan Johnson threw a wrench into the works when he decided to do what he did with Snoke, and, um, you know, he, he, like, he says that because everybody was so obsessed about who is Snoke, he's just like, all right, yeah, we're just gonna we're yeah. gonna have him die and be betrayed by his apprentice that he thought he had control over. And I know, I know, there's there's other we theories and conspiracies over. and stuff, but that's what Ryan, the writer and director, says. So I, I, you know, just auteur who theory. Who is replaced,
0: or who who is not doing the next movie? Right, and replaced so by the guy who did the movie before, him. and the next movie could. <laughs> Totally flip
1: it back, right? And that, and you know what I mean? I'm, yeah, and that's fine. But until then, that's what I'm operating under the assumption of is like,
0: no, and that's, that's good. I mean, honestly, like, it's healthier. (laughs) <laughs> to go to this movie yeah. not feeling like me where realistic I feel like I'm, expectations. Waiting for a, I'm not waiting for like a big reveal of you know Palpatine created <laughs> yeah. Snoke and he just appears out of the darkness and he's like the this gets like an hour and a half of screen time like <laughs> like no, I mean I would love for this to happen but it's not gonna
1: happen you so. know it, it'd be funny like at the end of the movie you're just like okay can't wait for the post credits sequence post-credits? there's gonna be at least a 20 minute post credits <laughs> sequence like an encore at a big show
0: it's like a, a big space battle that we have not like a, a deleted scene. Oh man. You got to go. We got to clean up. <laughs> yeah, but the movie's not over. Yeah, yeah it is. It's over. It's pretty much over, man. It's over. Um <laughs> So, any other thoughts about this uh this trailer? This or, Gosh! Yeah, yeah. big trailer. Um,
1: you know, I don't. Uh, I I don't. I think I we've talked about all the major things. You know, I'll just mention a couple of little things. Like I I really liked that they did try to like they included, in my opinion, for the like action and humor oriented parts. They included like the best of the new series. You know, like. In terms of, they didn't include the funny stuff. They didn't include funny stuff except for you know Han saying to Chewie, like, "I'm not gonna say that." <laughs> yeah. Like when Ray says to uh, the when they're talking about Luke Skywalker, uh, when the trailer is talking about Luke Skywalker, and uh, Ray says to Finn, he, she's like, "Luke Skywalker," like she's like amazed, you know. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like they used this random little shot, this little moment but it means so much more and it kind of has like a different, uh, it hits you differently. It's just kind of like fun and, and I don't know. It's just like little, little moments like that where they're blending everything together and it just works super well. Um, you know, uh, we talked about the, the moment when Ray is like in the snow and the lightsaber goes to her. Um, that's really cool. And then, you know, talking about there is another.
0: Um, oh yeah, last yeah. thing
1: you could maybe tell me about what what is the the final music piece? Um, you know, after Luke is struck down and and then um, Ray is catches the you know it's kind of like the the final thirty seconds. That is, I it's like the best way to end it.
0: It's actually. I think the music from the end of the Force Awakens trailer.
1: Um, oh, so is anything. it even
0: in any of the movies?
1: No. Oh my gosh, because I recognize it, but I'm like, where
0: is that from? Well, the f- the well the the part where she's um catches the um are you talking about like because there is like the final thirty seconds where it's like dun 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 you know where it actually ends like. You know, like how it always... Because I think that's at the end of the, a lot of the credits. Um, the actual end. Yeah, no, but like the last... You're talking about before that?
1: No, the last 30 seconds, like starting at mm-hmm. 440.
0: Okay, okay. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to say that's just at the end of uh, some of the credits, or one of the credits. Yeah, it's... I don't think that does happen in the actual movie as like a cue. Huh. For some reason, uh, I thought it was like
1: from Return at the end of like Return of the Jedi, or
0: well, no, because that's know. the, um, <laughs> you know, the little uh, their little the Ewoks choir thing and or whatever. Well, it used to be like them. There's like num, uh, what was it, uh, nums? <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, they're, I, they're, actually, them I forget the name of it, or whatever. yeah, like it used to be like a, a different one, but. um... I like the new one better cuz it was actually done by by or with in collaboration with John Williams son huh. who actually is part of Toto. So that's why if you listen to that song, <laughs> it sounds like a Toto song. That's it sounds hilarious. like Africa or something. Yeah. Um it's great, but uh, I don't know. It's it's yeah, <sighs> you know what? Sorry. I, yeah. I just now that it sounds like
1: back to the future. It's not Back to the Future, <laughs> but it's not. I mean, I know it's not. Yeah. but
0: it's like it's. What is that from? I I just want us to, you know, not now, but like. I mean, it sounds very regal. It's very like, 20th Century Fox or something. You know, it's. But um, it's
1: also very Star Wars-y and like John Williamsy. Yeah. So it's like I feel
0: like it exactly. is from the
1: movies, but I don't know. We should it try and figure it's that just out. at the
0: end of a. It's at like okay it's at, at the end of, the, end of the, the credits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like it's like as the it's like as the final credits are going and you see those like final logos and yeah yeah i guess like, it's so, just i guess because at least the first the one i think it crashes and
1: stuff that
0: helps yeah, make yeah it more i'm pretty epic. sure like i'm like 99 sure because i feel like that's not like in like that's not a cue for anything happening in a movie i feel like it's yeah. it's either trailer and or uh, the other one but then the one before that is the force awakens trailer which I, i've i loved that's like some of the best music the first and the second force awakens trailer are mm-hmm. just incredible yeah um Last Jedi, I don't even really remember the trailers. <laughs> Is that
1: sad? Mm, yeah, I don't either.
0: Like I remember the parts where it's like she's like, "Help me!" and and where he's standing at the edge and he's like, you know, the Jedi need to end. I remember that part, and I remember the part where she's like, "Help me!" and then she like, you see her looking at Kylo, and then like they put she they put her she puts her hand out or he puts his hand out or something like that's that's it. Like I don't there there weren't very. Mm-hmm. Like, epic, like, The Force Awakens, which, like, the first one, the first one was, like, a minute and a half, Was just like, I could watch that one all day. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> there's a lot of scenes that aren't even in the movie, like, when you see him opening his lightsaber, uh, Kylo Ren, in the, in the snow, like, from behind or whatever, because you hear it in the movie, but you don't see it. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah, cool little moments like that, um, and like Snoke actually talking like over the whole thing. Um, yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah, yeah I don't remember it's... much. Uh, you're right. Like the Force Awakens trailers were so much better. I like barely. I probably only watched the Last Jedi ones a couple times. I, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. They didn't stick with me and like do it for me really. But um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, wow, it's, it's just a. It gives. It definitely. I, this trailer ends really well. It gives you that feeling of. Excitement and it gives you goosebumps, it makes you smile because of how neatly it's tied everything's tied together at the very end. Um yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. So
0: it's yeah, I mean it's the grace, you know, it's his best thing he's done <laughs> since Interstellar. Last thing too. Edited by Jeff
1: Yorks and Topher Grace. Poor Jeff Yorks, man. He's like, nobody, everybody's like, I was going to say, we have to mention that guy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: He's the first name. He probably did most of this. (laughs) Topher's like, yeah, just put my name on (laughs) it. Yeah, Topher just did the uh, the dubbing for
1: uh, Luke's friend in that deleted scene. And uh, he also did all the color grading. So
0: uh, he basically, yeah. And he created this uh, this outro that looks like Star Wars, you know? Um, <laughs> no, that's, yeah, but no, yeah, poor I mean, guy, man. He's just not getting yes, any recognition. Jeff York's good job. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> it was great. I'm for sh- sure. Yeah,
1: seriously. Um, and it's an ampersand, not an and. So that means they did it together. Wait, what? Like in, I mean, not like, you know, this isn't like an official thing, right? So it doesn't matter. But like for union, um, you know, like in the industry for writing credits and um, I think it's usually for writing credits because that's when people like work together.
0: Yeah. But if
1: it's, if you see, you know, name and name with the ampersand symbol. Right. I think that indicates that they, like, worked together on it. Like, it was a group effort, a partnership. Oh. Whereas if it's hmm. the and is spelled out, A A-N-D, D, it refers to when, like, two writers worked on it separately and, like, huh. both of their work was used and, like, the director picked. Or, like, you know, maybe one writer <clears throat> um, left the movie, like, before it was finished and so they <laughs> t- brought another writer on. So, yeah, it's, like, or some a lot of times it's just, like, the writers don't work together. And it's, like, one one writer does a lot of the story and, like, broad strokes. And, like, a, another writer does a lot of the dialogue and, like, character so, stuff. So you see, like,
0: six writers and they're all, like, uh, ands without the ampersand is probably <laughs> not a good thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you'll see stuff like that with um, movies that, like, I'm trying to think. Like ensemble movies that, like where everything's like interconnected, Zack or and, jo-
0: and Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Without the ampersand,
1: <laughs> I think that's. I think that's right. Like the the ampersand indicates that they they work together, and that's why. Yeah. That you don't see that quite as much. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, again, this is just a. This is not an official thing, so. Um,
0: it's just kind of what you've noticed or like you've heard it or oh no, no no
1: that that is an official rule i mean this star wars trailer oh yeah like okay, official okay. so that might not yes i mean it, i would i am inclined to think they did that on purpose i feel like
0: if if they know the industry especially topher grace like you know the they probably understand that kind of thing you know like oh there's yeah probably yeah. certain things that you just that they just you know In terms of like naming structures and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, uh, great trailer. Really cool. Um, I want to see an episode nine trailer. You know, that would be nice. Or get a title considering it's coming out in six months, Mm. seven months, seven months ish.
1: It's going to be great. It's crazy.
0: We haven't gotten anything in title, uh, any footage. Like,
1: what? I mean, (laughs) that's pretty crazy. Disney is a behemoth that they
0: they keep yeah. all their leaks plugged up. <laughs> no, yeah, like I'm just it's not even like that. Like it's because I, I know they're they're amazing at that, but like it's just so late. Usually they show footage a little earlier than that. Like I feel like the yeah. for, like The Last Jedi, for example, I feel like came out in, in December, but they showed footage like in January or like December or something, like of the previous year. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're just like a few months. A couple months behind, or, you know, on it, it seems like, yeah, more and than it, usual. Uh, maybe
1: they're, you know, maybe, they're, maybe the release date will get pushed. You never know.
0: Oh, I hope not. No. Yeah.
1: Can you imagine watching Star Wars, like, in February? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, oh, yeah, my birthday is in February, so that would be great, but... <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but, no, you're right. It's definitely... It... I want that Christmas release um, big time, like, especially yeah. for the, the last in the saga. Um, yeah,
0: because it's, like, The Force Awakens... Felt like it just feels good to see those movies, like so that's why Solo I think felt so off and weird because I saw it like in May and yeah. I'm like, what am I seeing a movie in May for? Except for I think Infinity <laughs> War came out pretty close to that too. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is another problem. Like, okay, Disney, uh, <laughs> you got a little competition here with yourself. Why don't you release Solo in December? All you have to compete with is Aquaman, literally Aquaman and Mary Poppins. That's all they had to compete with. And they would have done much better. You know, they would have had more time to, to work on it, and... Yeah, there
1: weren't any other big releases and Yeah, but then they, Christmas? like,
0: clumped it in with... Yeah, no, that was it, pretty much. I mean, Vice, but they pretty much clumped yeah. those in with uh, Infinity War, and <laughs> yeah, um, a couple other. There was another one that was... Oh, Black Panther, I yeah, think, one yeah. was still been out, and I was just like, God, guys, like... I don't know. And you just released The Last Jedi, and it's like, give us a break, like spread it out a little bit more you know um, yeah spread so. the love Disney just you know don't spread it don't just give us don't like Oreos. All. like I don't want six of them at once give me like you know <laughs> one at a time and I'll kind of have it you know rest on it for a f- few seconds <laughs> right it's like no
1: you gotta eat they're double their trip they're quadruple stuffed Oreos and
0: you're like you saw the ones I posted on my on my Instagram story right there uh, no there were like mega stuff they no. were or and it was like literally a quadruple. Like it oh was a doubles two double stuff stack. So a cake. So it was a cake. <laughs> it was each one was a cake. <laughs> you had to you had to have a a big
1: cake knife and a like a serving oh, thing. One of those. Seriously, yeah, it was
0: like insane. I can send you a picture you of it. You can't even crazy.
1: dip it in your milk.
0: So, yeah, it actually like won't fit in the cup. Like, <laughs> no, it's it's bad. Oh,
1: oh man, dude. Um Well, so, yeah, just um, last thing before we go, um, unless, you know, you want – I just like something – just because I was laughing, I thought of something else that made me laugh the other day that I saw online on YouTube. You got to check this out. Um, So first I I saw a um, video of Larry David on – the Jiminy Glick show. Do you know Jiminy Glick is like a character Martin Short plays, and he's like in a fat suit oh, and okay, he's got no, those no, big glasses, yeah, cool. and he just acts like <laughs> so so goofy and silly, and like the it's very like his body language in the fat suit is just it's <laughs> so funny, and like his whole kind of shtick is like you know being um, passive aggressively like insulting, you know, and um, <laughs> trying to make comedians laugh and you know cuz he'll be like doing interviews with them like kind of almost like it's a a 60 minute show but he's just he's just completely goofy and and so like the one with Larry David Larry <laughs> there's like a couple points where Larry's just like cracking up and he can't keep a straight face he can't you know some of it he's like bantering back with him and insulting him back but then there's like yeah. other moments where he like <laughs> it's just great so so that's just one one thing you have to I'll have to send you. And then that led me to um, a video of, of from Jimmy Kimmel where it's like the Jimmy Kimmel Mean Tweets segment.
0: Oh, okay. You know, I was going to say because like, I actually saw him him and and Martin or uh, Steve Martin on Fallon recently, and they were just insulting him the whole time. It was yeah, hilarious.
1: yeah. It's like that. Uh, it's just like <laughs> that, except you know he's in a fat suit and it's like yeah. uh, another character. So he's like super goofy and he does like voices and stuff. But yeah, it's oh that same gosh. kind of shtick. So That's yeah, um, th- so <laughs> this this Kimmel mean tweets segment, I'm sure you're familiar with. Like celebrities read. Uh, tweets that people wrote that are mean about jimmy kimmel and (laughs) and um it like appears on the screen uh typed out as they read them and larry uh basically instead of the typical segment where it's like multiple celebrities reading them yeah jimmy kimmel introduces it as larry couldn't get through any because he was laughing so hard (laughs) and so he's like so we just we figured we'd show them, show you all of them, and and it's so it's just Larry it's trying to read these mean tweets, and like he can't get through them without cracking up. And like as he's reading, you know, it's like the tweet is being typed out, and then he'll like start cracking up, and it'll stop like mid-word, and then like yeah, so that's that's really funny, just like kind of seeing what makes him like break uh, and stuff. And
0: that's really funny, yeah, because he's like he's kind of that that like not, like, comedy snob, but, like, kind of, where it's, like, you know, it's, like, very particular about, like, the the kind of comedy that you want to, like, have, you know, because it's, like, what was it with, uh, on HBO, he was talking, because he was basically, like, he came to them, and he was, like, hey, yeah, like, we could do a show, and, uh, um, and there's like but i have to think it's funny and i have to love it or i'm <laughs> yeah. going to like just not do it and he's they're like okay so then they they're like thankfully it was they th- he thought it was funny <laughs> yeah. um but like yeah. basically it's crazy cuz they were saying how they i mean we we've, we've talked about this before but the, the i was watching the what was it the on netflix the 2000s mm-hmm. um like the those little documentary series and they yeah. were talking about how like um they literally the actors will go into a scene not having the script or the story and just kind of like, doing things and going with it. Like, literally, it's it's like, it's improv. crazy. Like, yeah. I can't believe it's, like, that much improv, though. Like, I I would think that each scene is like, okay, here's kind of the premise now, have fun. But it's like, <laughs> they, no, I mean, I think they just kind of go with it, and then the story evolves later, and they edit it, and they add the music, and they do stuff. But it's like, that's why either it's so random, or they I'm sure they have to set something up, right? Like,
1: Yeah, I think they, they I think it's
0: I think they probably Is the guy probably just exaggerating. No, no, <laughs> I think bit. it's a
1: I think it's a mixture of both because yeah. it's not like they film stuff out of order and improvise. Like they they probably just like shoot everything sequentially and so they have like a starting point point. and you know with I feel like some of the later seasons there there's some stuff that's like really tightly written in terms of like something that happens in one of the first scenes in the show comes back right. a couple times to the point where at by the end of the episode, it's like a punchline that's been set up the entire episode, and so little things like right. that aren't improvised. I feel like that happens a lot. Yeah, I know, but I think like every little thing in between is
0: right improvised. So there's always like every episode has like you know a sentence that explains what's going to happen in the episode and the main joke. And then mm-hmm. from that point, they're able to work within that, like, set of rules. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. like, for I'm trying to think of a good example, like, the um, the limo driver episode.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. The,
1: um, they could have just started out with, okay, like, Larry and Cheryl are going to a party, and, like, Larry feels bad that the limo driver has to sit out there the whole time. So he you know, yeah, invites him in and gives him a
0: book or something. Well, no, he
1: like, he ends up inviting him in cause he feels bad. And by the end of the episode, it's like all come back to, you know, haunt and, you know, something like super broad like that. So it's like, they've yeah. set up the first third and then they can kind of go wherever with it. Like maybe they didn't decide right away that the limo driver was going to get drunk and then they'd have to drive <laughs> him home and then like all that stuff happens. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that is not... It's just like... It's not like they're using any big set pieces or anything. Like, they literally right.
0: could... Just houses or, like, buildings or, yeah. like Yeah, they could just... Small things. Like
1: It's like, okay, today we're shooting this because yesterday this happened. And uh, <laughs> so this is where we're going right. with it. All right? All right. Let's see where no, we, where cool, we yeah. go tomorrow, you know?
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty oh, crazy
1: man. to think about.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, like, uh, there was the episode, the uh, the carpool lane... Remember, yeah, really yeah. Lane episode? <laughs> yeah. And like, it's funny because when I like saw that, I was always kind of like, I don't really get like I get it, but like I just don't understand it too much. But now living in LA, I get it because I understand. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you only drive in that lane if you have two people. Yeah. And if not, you're stuck in the 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 really bad traffic mm-hmm. on the freeway. By the way, it's called a freeway. If you call it a highway, you'll get laughed at. That's what I heard. So why? Um, <laughs> because it's like, it's like. It's weird because it's like back, like in in North Carolina, if someone called it like, like, an expressway. Oh, I see. But they meant the highway. It'd be like what? Like you know, yeah, it's just like, kind of like soda
1: pop or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. So it's
0: like, yeah. And don't they call <laughs>
1: don't they call them like the number like the ten instead of?
0: I, yeah, like I think I it's, well as long whatever. as you say freeway, I think that's that's yeah the ten freeway or you know the. They might just call it by the number. No, no, because
1: like you know, here we say, you, you go like up eighty 540 five. Yeah, and then you take five forty. But there, I thought they always in front of the number put the, like you, the one with the. <laughs> no, like like the four o five. You never yeah, hear yeah. someone say like, all right, take four o five to ten. You know, oh yeah,
0: take the it's it's always the the four o five to the ten. That makes sense, I think. Yeah, for sure.
1: Probably because there's so many um different like numbers of freeways out
0: there. see, look,
1: I did it. Yeah. I said freeway.
0: Yes, hey, good job <laughs> uh, yeah, it's much easier than uh, to navigate than washington d c. Oh uh, my God, I bet
1: jeez it's the worst. yeah, that's I mean, even if you're not driving, like <laughs> even if you're just walking around the city, you have to be like, wait, yeah. where am I again? This is confusing.
0: Yeah. It's uh, very confusing. Alright, well, this was fun. May the Force be with you, and we shall talk again later.
1: And also with you,
0: always.